Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining me in studio now is Professor John Stremlau, an honorary professor of international relations at the University of the Witwatersrand. Professor, good afternoon to you and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. Professor, okay, thank, thank you again for your, for affording us time to chat to you this afternoon about, um, South Africa's involvement in uh, military exercises with Russia and China, in this case, Project Mozi 2, hope I pronounced that correctly, which has certainly caught the eye of Western nations and, of course, has raised concerns regarding international uh, relations with South Africa. Uh, my first question to you is, where does this exercise stand right now? Well, the exercise is proceeding, and uh, uh, reportedly... Uh the Chinese have uh, three ships, and the Russians three ships, and the U and the South African three ships, and they are continuing a quote normal military exercise. The fact that it began on the very first anniversary of mm-hmm. the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and one of the Russian ships has uh, the half-half signal symbol of the military. Special operations, as it's called, uh, the invading forces in Ukraine. Right. Uh, it raises some troubling questions. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'd I like to recall that in 2003, when the United States, uh, in my view, recklessly went into Iraq, then then um, former President Nelson Mandela uh, gave a very impassioned warning against uh, doing so. Uh, back in January, didn't, the invasion didn't happen until March. And then a, a few days later, President Becky, who was then president, uh, issued a scathing indictment of the U.S. And, and, and made the plea for territorial integrity and sovereignty equality. Mm-hmm. In the debates I've been having with members of our ANC branch and others about the wisdom of this um, strategy, I have uh, emphasized that a little consistency with um, South Africa's commitment to non-alignment, which should include territorial integrity and sovereign equality, it, they, they say that it does, but uh, we, we all know that the military operations are of political significance. But how much significance? That's the question that uh, we're all pondering. Right, indeed, of course, uh, this is going to certainly bruise uh, follow, uh, foreign uh, relations, uh, but, well, particularly with Western relations, of course, impacting on uh, political uh, relationships and uh, e- and uh, economic flow. Yes, but um, the Secretary of State, U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, was reported uh, in our local press, uh, uh, but it was a Reuters news service uh, report, that he downplayed the significance of these military operations and acknowledged the historic debt that the, uh, that the struggle here owes to Soviet support for that struggle. I debate often with Ronnie Castro, who's a good friend, and, and we take very different positions, but he recalls the greatness, or great fondness, uh, the, the hosting of military training that he went through in the, in Odessa uh, back in, in 1964, for heaven's sake. So there's a long history there. And Blinken acknowledged that the U.S. was allied with the apartheid regime and that the Soviets then were allied with the uh, anti-apartheid forces. And that's to the good. I mean, the Chinese also nominally were allied with the anti-apartheid forces, but the Chinese in those days were hardly the, the global uh, power, uh, ascended power that they are today. Indeed. So, you know, times change, 
mm-hmm. and governments change and leaders change. Sure. Uh, Professor, if we can just delve a little deeper into this exercise, uh, what exactly is South Africa's role the, the, in terms of the, well, the, the, the ships that attack corvettes, call it what you may? What is the exact role in this exercise? Well, all I know is what the, what the government tells me the role is, which is, uh, which is quite normal. Uh, South Africa does military operations with uh, the United States, with other Western powers. Okay. And this is just a continuation uh, of, of that practice. The timing, of course, and the uh, raises other issues. But, you know, we, we really shouldn't be too quick to judge this particular operation because everyone, Every state is concerned about the atrocities being perpetrated against the civilians in Ukraine and wants to see a peaceful resolution of this dispute. Sure. So if in some way China and uh, South Africa could give the Russians, give Putin an off-ramp in the course of these uh, operations that sort of contribute to his international standing, but at the same time uh, would allow for a credible trade-off, which would, in my view, have to include uh, Ukrainian uh, voluntary association with the European Union, if not NATO, sure. and security guarantees, uh, because they're, left, they're right next door to a hegemonic uh, uh, imperial power that uh, is ethnic nationalist uh, and, and, and a dictatorship. Uh, that's just the facts of life. Of and, course. Uh, you know, you can't choose your neighbors, uh, but you can live with your neighbors. And finding a formula that would allow Ukraine to retain its sovereignty, which it's now shed hundreds of thousands of lives for, and its equality and its respect, that would require Putin making certain concessions. And if the South Africans and the Chinese are arguing for peace, well, what's the formula going to be? And that, you know, I don't, I don't have any magic uh, insights into that because I'm not privy to the discussions that are going on behind closed doors. Of course, Professor, as you say, uh, one can just imagine exactly, uh, yeah, well, where the situation exactly stands uh, on on the basis of what you've just outlined, Professor. We're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for making uh, time to join My us pleasure. this afternoon, Professor John Stremlau, an honorary professor of uh, international relations at the University of the Witwatersrand.